a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in fury. An anomaly, properties undiscernible to mere peasants. Use weapons that level and tight. This week on the Pete the Planner Show, we revisit a past guest with some updates on her life and some new goals. Sort of the, I did what you said to do, now what do I do? And she joins us now, and her name is fake name Tina. Hello, Tina. Hello. So, Tina, the last time we spoke, uh, you had not done a lot of savings towards retirement. You're trying to clean up some things, some debt and whatnot. Uh, but you come back to me today and some changes have been made. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. Give us the update. Um, I took your advice and I started saving as you um, challenged me to do for the $50 a week. So I had a little emergency fund set away, but I, I had to use it for an emergency because I needed a car repair, so that did come in handy, but I'm rebuilding that, and the biggest thing I um, wanted to report was that I did start contributing to my 401k, um, the 6%, and I'm so excited because I did some research and reallocated some of the um, contributions, and it's been growing nice and steadily. So I, I took your advice, and it was, it was a, an adjustment initially, but I got used to it, and now I, I feel like I can go to the next step. So I'm glad to be back to give some more advice. And, and you caught another break, it sounds like. You got a, recently you got a nice bonus and uh, yes. a raise. Tell us, tell us about that. I did. I got a $10,000 raise at work, and so uh, my salary um, effect, I think like in a couple of weeks, we'll beginning of April, will be 111000 per year. And then I got a bonus of um, $8,700, but that's before taxes, of course. So, of course, after taxes, probably net about maybe fifty-seven dollars or $6,000. I'm not sure. Um, so I wanted to make sure before I did anything, talk with you. So I'm so happy I was able to do that again to find out, what should I do? Sure. I want to make wise decisions to stay on this path. And so I figured I'd come back so I can get another challenge and keep going in the right direction. Well, that's what we'll do. Can you remind me what area of the country you're in? I'm in the Washington, D.C. area. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's why, you know, for those listening right now, when you hear someone say, oh, I make $111,000 and I'm, I'm coming off some struggles and, you know, in other parts of the country, making $111,000, you're basically, you know, a Rockefeller. In D.C., you know, that, that, that's tough, especially with living, uh, the cost of living. Now, another big part of this and another reason you're on today is, you you want to be a homeowner. You are, I wouldn't say obsessed, but you're definitely focused on uh, getting into a home to bring some stability for, uh, I think you have a five-year-old son, if I remember correctly. That is correct. You named him Peter Jr. the last time. That's so, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, you just never know. So um, so if uh, let, let, let's get into this. How much do you have right now in just a, in just a boring savings account, like uh, an emergency fund, which I, you just went through some, but how much is there now? Uh, probably about 
$400 and some change. And when does that bonus come in? That will, that's today. Today is tomorrow. Today, as a matter of fact, yes. I, you almost said today is tomorrow. Did anyone else catch that? You almost said, you almost said the phrase today is tomorrow, which now my mind is blown. I don't even know where to go. Um, I haven't checked. Yeah. Okay, so what what are the immediate plans with it? I mean, I know I'm glad we're talking today, but do you have what what are your thoughts with this money? What are you thinking it's going to do? Um, I want to pay down my credit card bill, um, and so I plan to do that. Um, and then I want to stock most of it away in savings. I really would like to do that so that it could um, start to grow a little bit, and um, I can add to it. So that when the time comes, you know, like either for an emergency or me to pull some out to, I guess, start a house fund. Not really sure if I need another account for that, but I, I want to keep most of it. I don't want to have to spend a lot of it trying to do everything. Right. Now, you, you said you wanted to pay down some debt as opposed to pay off some debt. I'm curious, if, how, how, how much credit card debt... Will you be able to eliminate a credit card, or will you just be paying down a balance? Oh, no, I can eliminate both of my cards Okay. If I to. So not to split hairs here, but pay down versus pay off. In my world, it's very different. Pay down means it's a $10,000 balance. You're going to pay down 2000 bucks. You still have a balance of 8000 Pay off means, peace, I'm out. I don't have a credit card anymore. Okay. So that's okay. good. I mean, I mean, I don't know why I felt the need to point that out. But anyway, so so how much of the 5800, let's call it that, how much of that 5800 will be allocated towards paying off those two credit cards? Um, about $1,200 for that. All right, cool. So uh, we're down to what, 4600, my Friday math tells me. You're down to 4600. Yeah. And we feel like that 4600 can just chill in the savings account uh, until further notice, right? Sweet. And when does your pay raise kick in? That's eight hundred and thirty-three dollars a month uh, gross increase. When does that kick in? Um, the first week in April. All right. I, I don't date. I think it's like April first, second, or something like that. And didn't you just recently move, or you're moving, or there's a rent change? What's happening there? Yeah, I am in a rental now. My landlord wants to sell, and so I have to find some um, housing. And I've started to look. And I've kind of um, started to look at some places that are much more reasonable, reasonably priced. Like you said, the D.C. metro area is so high. But the places I'm looking at are about $1,600. And right now I'm paying 2200 So that's a decrease of about $600. I'm really excited about that. See, that's great, especially when you consider that you're going to get a raise, too. So your cash flow come April is about to be amazing. Well, look at you catching breaks. You know what? I'll have to admit it. Uh, sometimes I feel like when you really focus on your financial life and you try to stay disciplined, now this is, what I'm about to say is sort of a mystical, magical thing, but I feel like you catch more breaks when you're paying attention, and it sounds like that's what's happened for you. Uh-huh. I'm trying to. It's an adjustment because I think I shared with you the last time. I didn't grow up in a household where we talked about money a lot and budgeting, you know, spend, 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 save, but I really want to do things differently because of my son and just to make my quality of life better. So 
I've been trying to really focus on it, even though it's uncomfortable. I think you did a podcast not too long ago about budgeting, just the basics. Right. And I've listened to that over and over and over again. And it was also something you shared with your daughter when you had her on about being patient yep. and how that will pay off. And that's what I've told myself. Take my time, be patient, and things can turn around. And it's hard because I have to stop spending. I spend a lot, apparently. <laughs> but I to, you know, make that change in order to um, take my financial goals, to meet my goals, and, you know, dig myself out of this hole I was in. Yeah, you know, there's a couple things there. Number one, hopefully you're passing these lessons on to Peter Jr. as well. I mean, I would think, I think you're beginning to, right? And, and then the other thing is, anytime you're in this period of, and I'm not going to call it struggle, because that seems a little too negative. Uh, let's call it focus. You're just in this period of focus, and then cash flow changes come your way, which is what we're in the midst of right now. It's really easy to exhale and go, oh my gosh, we can breathe. And, and, and that exhale, if done wrong, is where things go off the rail again, because uh, Tina, I'm guessing at some point in time, things were okay, then they got hard, and then you said, once they're hard, this will happen never again. Well, we're now at this point where we can hopefully set, up us, uh, set us up to have this never happen again, but we have to make sure that uh, this increased cash flow, which is going to take place come April, uh, upwards of probably $1,200 a month difference, that it's actually going towards something that's going to help you. So let's examine yeah. the other debts you have. You're getting rid of the credit card debts. What other debts will exist uh, when those credit cards are gone? Um, my car note, and I probably have about maybe a year left on that. And then, of course, my student loan debt, which is about $50,000. Yeah, and so, yeah, that's just going to be there. I mean, I think we did we talk about that last time. It's just there's to make a run at that doesn't make a lot of sense to me right now. Um, how, how soon do you want to be a homeowner? Like, uh, I would think we would need at least a year. Are, are you, do you agree with that? I do. If I could accelerate it some way, then that would be great. But I know I need to be realistic. Yeah. But I would really want to give my son some stability. And we're moving jurisdictions for better schools. And so I really don't want to go into another rental situation, but I want to do what's smart. So yeah. I just will have to do what I have to do. Do you think you can legit save $1,200 a month uh, come April uh, towards a down payment uh, fund? Do you think you could do that? Um, That's a probably. lot. It would be a, a challenge, but I could, yes. I mean, bare minimum a thousand dollars a month. So that way, this time next year, you got twelve grand set aside, and then that, that and then you've got your savings. So, you know, and you're gonna take your you're gonna take your lumps here and there because life happens. But hopefully, with maybe yeah. if you get a bonus next year and tax refund. I mean, next year at this time, whereas you're you things are looking better right now. But I can't say they're looking great. You got four hundred bucks in your savings account, right? I can't say they're great. Um. But next year at this time, I, I think you really could consider home ownership. I, I wouldn't until this time next year. But man, okay. this this is trending very nicely. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited, and I just want to make sure, like, if I keep, I guess, keep saving the money. I think you said fifty dollars every week because of the um, money that I get for my son. I stock that away, 
and just roll my savings should I bump that up, just put all the bonus in there and let that sit. I just, you know, want to make sure I'm growing my emergency fund, but also the house fund. Do I separate those? Like what? Yeah. How do I attack? Tell, tell me with that 111000 you listed as your income, do you consider the child support you get for Peter Jr. within that number? No. Okay. That's completely separate. I don't include that. And, and, and what, what is that money going into right now? Child care? Yeah, um, child care and then um, his tuition for school. He's in a preschool program, so that's like 100 and something dollars a month. Yeah. And then his extra regular activities, toys, clothes, things like that. Cool. So, I mean, at some point in time, once he's in school, you know, you're going to be able to transition that support money towards saving for college for him, right? I mean, is that the plan? Yeah, that is true. What you have to try to do, and this is really difficult, Tony, I mean, like, really, or Tina, this is really difficult. I just call people random names. All right, Tom, I'm just calling you what random names here now. Um, Here's what's difficult. Anytime you get child support and you obviously are trying to make the best life for Peter Jr., um, you can't allow that child support payment to increase the core lifestyle. You can't say, well, it'll allow us to buy more home because then when Peter Jr. is off on his own and child support stops, like that can really hurt you. I mean, it really does like it is now. It needs to go towards his support and his care. And that's why that transition from daycare and tuition to saving for college, that's why that's such a vital transition because if you don't do that, you're hurting yourself really badly 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, um, with the child support, I don't plan to include that when I do buy the house. I don't think you have to report that. And so I don't plan to because I never want that to be considered as like additional income. And then somebody goes, oh, you can afford this yeah. because of this house. That money is specifically for him and his needs, you know, as much as, um, um, as possible, you know, we use it for household expenses overall, which is support for him, but I don't want to include that in it. So I, I try not to even um, include that in any figures, you know, as far as my salary. That's extra outside of what I make. Man, I hope he knows what a good mom he has, you know? I'm sure he does, and he will someday if he doesn't already. Uh, this is great that you're, you're doing so much for him, and, and uh, I don't know. I love this. I love I love talking to parents who who not only have their own financial goals, but a lot of what you're trying to do with this stability. I know you want a house, but you want a house because you want to create a stable home for him. It's not about you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. What, I want to give them the best. What else? What else do do you want to go through today? I mean, I feel like the plan in my oh. mind is tw- the next twelve months save a thousand bucks at least a month and put yourself in a great position to get into a home ownership program next year. What What else do we need to tackle? Okay, so my 401k, because I have the bonus and I know I'm going to be saving for my house, yep. but do I put my 401k? I am 46, I forget. I'm 46, and so I'm not near retirement, but I'm not in my 20s starting my career either. So do I take a percentage of the increase that I got, not my bonus, my raise, sorry, and bump up my 401k so that I don't start to depend on that? additional money every month, you know, with the raise increase. I just wanted to get some, some help with that. Too. Yeah. I mean, I'm really going to hate my answer here because I'm about to tell you to do something that I never tell people to do. But if you want to accomplish your home ownership goal, uh-huh. 
then you, you probably should not save a significant portion of that raise because you're going to be saving it for the down payment. Okay. You know, okay. like, I mean, you okay. can increase it a, a percent or two, maybe, okay. but, but you need that cash flow to come in so you can set it aside. Because uh, if you don't, the homeownership situation is looking pretty unlikely. At least, yeah. If I can do it, and then maybe one or two percent with the um, 401k. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think that's doable. So if I can get up to nine percent, maybe within the year, that would be good too, because then the match changes or something with our company. I, I can't remember. So it'll just give me more money in my 401k, and then. I guess as far as like college savings or anything for my son, just that down the road. I guess the biggest thing is to focus on the house right now and then the other things after that. I just feel like there's so much to do. I just want to do it all. Now, look, uh, A, you are behind. B, I understand the feeling of wanting to do it all. But C, you got to do one thing at a time because otherwise you get overwhelmed and you can be sort of paralyzed with inaction. So, Right now, all you need to do is focus on saving for the house. When he gets into school, then you can worry about college funds, uh, you know, transitioning that support payment. And so uh, just do this. Give us a call back next year at this time, and we'll revisit and uh, recalibrate your plan. Definitely. I so appreciate it. Thank you so much. No, it's my pleasure. Tell Peter Jr. I said hi. <laughs> I will do that. All right. Alrighty. Thanks, Tina. Okay. All right, so that's it this week uh, on the Pete the Planner Show. It's the uh, hooded sweatshirt edition. I look like a 25-year-old CEO of a tech company today, except that I have male pattern baldness. Anyway, uh, so I mean, I like her. I remember her from last time. So, you know, look, single, being a single parent, it's not easy. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a married parent. Is that how that works? Yeah, it's hard. And I'm gone all the time. I can't imagine. I guess my wife is sort of a single parent when I'm on the road all the time. But man, Tina really is uh, doing the best for her son. And I know a lot of you are as well. If you want to be on a show, be on the show. Go to PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. I'm done this week. Uh, be good. Take care of your fam. And uh, one love. I don't know what that means. Just in the show. If you want to be on this podcast and have Pete fix your money right, then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. Log on. This is for information purposes only. It's not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult a financial divisor. Released from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me ET or to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Uh, salutations. I bring you love, Tron greetings from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, Tron can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations. How you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. 
out of this world spaceship on my arm took me home filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol stronger than the skynet and the terminator i push faders into warp speed glide with ease creating a breeze they call a black hole event horizon no rear view concerns this i adjourn and beats i burn this i adjourn and beats i burn Salutations, I bring you love, try and greet from a far away land. I am the sole controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, try can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it?